How do you build an agency that allows you to live the dream that you have for yourself, for your family, for your community, for your team, while at the same time helping your clients knock it out of the park and doing it all profitably? These are the big questions that we tackle here on the Agency Journey Podcast. I am your host, Andrew Dembski. Now let's get to it. All right, this week on the podcast, I have Ulf Lonegren. Ulf, I feel like I didn't even say the business name yet, um, but I feel like hmm. I messed it up again. Did I just mess up your last name? Is it Lonegren or Lonegren? Lonegren. You, yeah, I think Lonegren. you got it right. Yeah. Okay. See, I shouldn't. That's what I get for second guessing myself. Um, <laughs> but you guys are, you know what? I don't know if we've had an agency owner on yet who is from BC. Uh, from British Columbia, um, but you are um, you you I think co-founded uh, or did you got we'll we'll walk through the story. But Rocketto, am I saying that right? That's right, Rocketto. Okay, yeah. so Rocketto, which is an awesome, and you guys are gonna love. First of all, the URL Rocket R O K E T dot T O. We'll link that up in the show notes. Um, but you guys are gonna love the website, but. I'm really excited to dig into the story of uh, of what you guys have built, how things started. So let's maybe start at the very beginning. Um, did you start this business along with along with um, with Chris, or did how did the how did the business start initially? Yeah, no, that's a great question. So um, it was Chris and I actually met here in Kelowna um, at. Uh, arts, digital arts and marketing type of uh, college, let's call it, uh, called Cato. And um, we met there, kind of went through our schooling together in a course called Digital Media Design, which is very revolved around like building websites and everything kind of digital and marketing and business. And then uh, we both exited uh, school and got into the the workforce and uh, I got a job as a web developer slash designer and Chris went on to become uh, get a job as a digital marketer specifically so he wasn't building websites or anything like that and that was kind of how we met and then um, and then after our time in the workforce for a bit kind of honing our skills and and learning our different areas of expertise we uh, stayed in touch he was actually in Vancouver He, he moved cities but we stayed in touch and when the time came around, we both had been talking about it for a while and figured, hey, it's, it's time to uh, start up our own business, and, and that's what we did. And it happened. That's awesome. Yeah. So you yeah. you just mentioned to me um, that that you guys were doing a lot of web design and custom design for people and then um, joined the HubSpot Partner Program here just in, in 2017, right? Yeah, that's correct. It's been a, it's been a short but... Uh, um, very engrossing experience so far already. Yeah. So if we look at, I guess, just to kind of understand the background of the, or a little bit more info about where the agency is right now, um, in terms of the types of services, and maybe one of the easiest ways I think to kind of break it down is just in terms of maybe revenue buckets or in terms of uh, type of clients doing what, is most of the business still... Uh, coming from like web design projects, or are you starting to shift towards either growth-driven design retainers, which obviously is still very much related to to web design and largely web design, um, or inbound retainers or partnerships, or what's kind of the the servicing model? 
Yeah, no. Um, so it, it, I mean, you've caught you've caught us in a in a funny place because it's kind of a very much a transitional period for us. Where I mean, we've been in business for eight years. Like we're not by any means a new agency. However, we do feel uh, very in our infancy when it comes to um, inbound marketing as well as things like you know growth driven design which which is relatively new to begin with um, but so to answer your question um, our services are very much kind of split I'd say about 50 50 right now uh, between digital marketing and and web design and most of our web design projects are uh, well they're sorry they're all traditional right now so we're, we're very much still on the traditional yep. uh, website uh, kind of bandwagon but that's not because we want to be I'm actually I'm already a hundred percent sold on growth driven design that is the future for Rocketo as far as the website side of things go um, but as with any new kind of service offering can take a while to implement so we're still kind of uh, figuring that all out uh, before we before we jump two feet in um, and on the inbound front, um, that's grown huge for us already. And, and I expect into 2018, it's going to be, uh, much greater and hopefully does surpass our, our web design side of things, uh, right. quite a bit. That's awesome. I'm curious on the inbound side of things. So, um, our agency, Guava Box, we started a couple years after you guys did in 2011 and similar story, like started out really heavy on the web design side of things and then made the transition into inbound. We knew from the beginning we wanted to do the content side of things. That was a, kind of a big part of our story prior to starting the agency. Um, but but the benefit of having some of those web design projects and existing clients um, there was the ability to kind of go back to some of those. Has most of the growth on the inbound side been obviously over eight years you know, that tends to build up a pretty decent sized portfolio of companies. Mm -hmm. And in our case, we actually, we actually worked with a lot of companies who just weren't, they were too small to really be profitable inbound marketing retainers. We had a couple that worked out well and then a whole bunch that, that just didn't make the transition successfully for us. But is that kind of how it's grown quickly is from the past client base or have you found it's a totally new like set of, of prospects and customers? Yeah, actually it's funny to talk to someone uh, and be able to like relate on this subject matter, but uh, it was very much the it's been pretty much the same for us. So while we still have we still have a lot of those same older clients that we've had and we've been working with for a long time, but they haven't all been a good fit for inbound. Um, you know whether that was due to just company size or budget or things like that. Um, most of the inbound business that we found so far. Um, has been from new clients, uh, you know, new business, that sort of thing. That's that's awesome. I think it's uh, like looking back at some of our early clients, they were, I mean, obviously at the moment, in the moment, a huge blessing. But it was like looking back, I think at some point you find like some of these are a blessing and a curse. Like it was great to have the business at the time, supporting that and the business of that size and like what we've, I just never... I'm really bad at like walk. If I built something, I hate to walk away and say, I'm sorry, we can't help you with that anymore. But there were just yeah, yeah. clients that, <laughs> that, you know, you have to cut ties with at some point. And, yeah. uh, you know, it's just not the, not the right thing for the stage of the business anymore. But that's always yeah. been, been a challenge for, for me, for sure. Actually, I got a funny, uh, quick story on that in that, uh, when we made this transition, I mean, a big, 
part of this year as well for us has been having that saying no when it's not a good fit mindset yeah. uh, rather than just taking on everything and everything because you want to keep your business going. So um, that being said, there, there was a client of ours. He'd been a client for a couple years and um, our services with him had actually kind of dwindled over time. They didn't grow. They kind of went the opposite way. He kept pulling budget and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it got to a point, you know, we were getting into inbound and we started thinking, you know, we got to, we got to cut ties if it's just not right. And um, so we reached out to him and, you know, as politely as possible, we were kind of like, you, you know, you want another, you want to cut budget once again. And um, we're just thinking at this point, maybe it's not a good fit. Um, you know, we're really focused on working with businesses who are serious about growth, who are serious about their digital marketing, um, and, and and they're looking for a, a knowledgeable partner with the experience to help them get there. Um, so anyways, we kind of put it in a nice way and said, you know, it might be best that you find another company to work with. And uh, he comes back to us and he says, guys, let's get together for a coffee and we're like, okay, you know, fair enough. We'll get together, get get in, per, uh, get in front of him in person, and we do. And it, it went the opposite direction, where he's like, "So, you guys want me to be more serious? Like, like, what are you thinking? Like, like what what kind of direction? Like, what does that mean?" And uh, we we kind of spelled out inbound our direction and how that could work for his business and uh the next thing we knew we had him on a retainer with us and then like wow. in, increased his budget i don't know what it was tenfold so so that that's pretty awesome, awesome. Yeah. yeah that's uh the few and far between but that's enjoyable when you get it that's awesome yeah totally man so someone comes to you this is i think uh, for a lot of agencies who've kind of moved, especially moved into the inbound space, and it's like we've got what we were doing and we've got this new service offering, sometimes find themselves in a little bit of limbo. Somebody reaches out for something and knowing where to start when you have multiple services can be challenging sometimes. How do you, how do you guys start client? Does every client engagement start the same way? Um, or is it different between, you know, somebody wants inbound, somebody wants a website or, uh, you know, eventually growth driven design? Um, how do, how do you guys structure your client engagements? Are we talking from the very first interaction? Yeah. Yeah. I guess basically kind of from that, like in that sales process, somebody reaches out and says, you know, is it, I guess, is it a different journey that you're taking someone down if they say, Hey, I need a new website and I heard you guys were the guys to go to versus I need to grow and solve this problem. How can you guys help me? Right. Okay. Um, Yes and no. So the the sales process, um, and and typically that that's me at this point in the game. Um, you know, that's me who's handling a lot of that. And during the first conversation, I mean, whether they say they need a website or whether they say we need help with our SEO, I mean, that's very common. Uh, or they say, hey, like we want to run some AdWords, whatever it might be. I, I kind of try and always take a step back, and and, and I'll tell them that like. Okay, before we just start talking about the service, let's just take a step back and find out more about your business. Like, let's learn about your business. Where are you at? Uh, you know, what stage? How are you looking to grow? Um, you know, what's the what's the stage of your website? What's your social media presence? And where have you seen success? And where haven't you? And and by finding all that stuff out, sometimes maybe they were right and they do just need a website, or maybe when they said to me, "Hey, I need some help with my SEO." 
they meant, you know, we need a full inbound marketing plan, you know, and so um, they do start the same in that sense that I'm looking to dig deeper and find out how can we really help you guys versus how do you think you need us to help you? Right. Do you guys charge at all for that, like discovery phase of the project? Or does that happen, kind of fall follow through the process, and then that leads into, okay, and here's what it's going to cost you? Right. So um, we don't charge for, like, our sales discovery call, like a connect call, a discovery call, meeting, consultation. Like, the initial one to two in-depth meetings, no. For, for, for us, it's about providing what value and help we can in that initial process, free of charge, in the hopes that you know we're going to show that we're the right partner to yep. help you out and, and then make that sale. And if we don't, well, at the end of the day, we spent some time with someone and hopefully we were able to you know help them out on some level and point them in the right direction. But um, we don't charge for that. Um, however, if it is something where like uh, it's a complex project, let's say it's a complex website with many moving parts, or it's like a, like inbound marketing. Um, we do have things like within my marketing, we've got our inbound launch plan, which is you know, kind of like a, it's the strategy phase and you know, that does cost money. And we do have with websites that are complex and do have a lot of moving parts. We'll have like, we might suggest to them, Hey, how about we do a strategy phase up front to really dig into this and help you map out what the website architecture is going to look like. And then we would charge for that. But I mean, at that point, you know, that's a sale in itself, really. Right, so. right. For sure. That makes a lot of sense. Um, on the web design side of things, I've got just kind of a, a question. This is like a very down-in-the-weeds question. Um, so I think if I if my research is right, um, your background is uh, kind of as a front-end developer and especially or at least a lot of projects in WordPress. Um, I'm sure that that's as things have grown, as you moving into the HubSpot ecosystem, I'm sure that's that's starting to evolve. As you guys are, you've defined the site architecture um, and you're moving into, at some point here, into the design phase. Do you do most of the design like in the browser um, and it's, you know, front end uh, designers or developers building it out there. It's a lot of your design in a design tool like a uh, Photoshop or sketch or how do you guys tend to design sites? Yeah, I love your questions. They're awesome. <laughs> um, so it, it totally depends. Um, mostly depends on things like the size of the project. So, um, and like the goals around that and, and that sort of thing. But for most, let's say, um, for lack of a better description, smaller website projects, um, we do design in the browser. So yep. um, we do start with wireframes, um, and I'm really big on that. Um, I, I think that the time you put into wireframing, even for the simplest of websites, can go a long way to keeping a project on track. Um, just because of, of you know, you get you get the clients and yourself on the same page as far as what content's gonna go where before you ever get into the design that way. So we will map it out and, and, and build out wireframes for uh, for the website, but then we will yeah design it right live in the browser. Um, however, for like a, a bigger website project, and that might just be 
it might be bigger in, in, in size, like actual size of the site, maybe number of pages, complexity, that sort of thing. Or it could just be bigger in like budget. So for example, the client might want to do specifically a full wireframes and then full on flat design um, process and really have that back and forth with revisions. And in that case, we'll be like, okay, let's not worry about designing the browser and, and, and about like the speed of our delivery so much. Instead, let's slow it down and let's go back to Photoshop and design the website uh, in Photoshop and present that way. And then we'll present through like Envision or an app like that. Right. That makes a lot of sense. And I think that that's uh, that kind of breakdown between obviously the higher the budget, the easier it is to go through kind of sequence through fidelity from, you know, lower fidelity wireframe to a higher fidelity, but still flat design designed out. Yeah. To, you just have more, more room to play with budget wise there on, on a larger product. So that does make sense. Yeah. And I don't mind telling clients that either. Right. Cause like sometimes it's the kind of thing where I, I feel like maybe, and I don't know this for sure, but maybe other agencies or agency owners, you know, it's like kind of like, Oh, we want to hide that. Cause we don't want it to like, we don't want a client to look at us as like we're like cheating or something by not designing it first right. outside of the browser. But like, it's pretty easy when you can explain it from a budget standpoint. It's like, look, we save you time. Like we can get your website done faster and therefore we save you money if we do it this way. Um, but for some people, they want that more hands-on step-by-step process. And so in those cases, it's like, sure, if that's what you want, you got the time and you got the budget for it. Maybe it does make more sense to just design it in Photoshop and, and, and handle that process that way. Right. That makes a lot of sense, man. Oh, I could ask you questions all day. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to wrap. I'm not going to do that though. I'm going to wrap up here with one, uh, question kind of around 2018. Um, as you guys move forward is the big, and this is kind of like the classic, you know, if you could pick one big thing that you guys are focused on for, for the next year, um, mm-hmm. what is it going to be? Or the one big agency changer? Is that like the move towards growth driven design the move towards inbound? Is it something completely different? Anything stick out as far as what you're most excited about um, in terms of kind of whether it's a like minor pivot or small change in direction or a new focus at Rocketto? Yeah. Yeah, there is. And, and, from a service side, it's easy enough to just say it as inbound marketing. You know, we're still young in this in, in this kind of game. So for us to develop our skills as inbound marketers, to refine our process, um, that's what it is. But from the business side, and this relates right back to inbound marketing, but it, it's growth. So growth for our company on every level from revenue to our team, you know, hiring more awesome talent. We've got a great team here, but I'm just really looking forward to 2018 to expand on that, uh, expand on all our processes, our team and their abilities and, uh, and the culture here at Rocketto. That is awesome. Well, we'll definitely link up the website. Is there anywhere else off that makes sense to point people to follow um, what you guys are building, what you personally are up to? Uh, well, we're super active on social media, so uh, definitely check out our website and uh, Facebook, Instagram, great places to follow Rocketto as well. Awesome. Oh, thanks so much for coming on, man. It was really good to connect. Love to have you back on at some point and appreciate your time. Definitely. Thanks, Greg. It was great chatting with you. Want more great episodes like this one? Hey, I'm Gray McKenzie, a host here on Agency Journey. 
I don't know about you, but sometimes I get a little overwhelmed when I find a new podcast. There are so many great episodes and great guests, it's hard to know which ones to listen to first. That's why we put together a list of the top 10 most downloaded episodes of Agency Journey. And you can get a copy of that list, plus all of our notes and takeaways, just by texting the word "do inbound" to 44222. Again, that's do inbound, all one word, to 44222. Standard text rates apply. You don't want to miss these great episodes. Text do inbound to 44222 now.